0: Hello, welcome to Insight, your local guide to DLR services. My name is Cahill, and on today's episode, we'll be examining energy usage. With the cost of energy going up and temperatures outside coming down as we move into winter, energy usage is a big concern for many people at the moment, and not to mention the ever-present issue of climate change. On this episode, I'll be chatting to my colleague Phelan, who is a part of the award-winning energy team here in DLR about what we're doing as a council to reduce our energy consumption. We'll also discuss some simple ways you can reduce your energy consumption at home and some tools we have available to help with this. Phelan, thanks very much for joining me on the podcast today. I suppose first, just to get a little bit of your background and about you, what's your primary role in the council?
1: I am based in the architect's department and I work on the energy team. So I suppose that will be my my primary role. I will be supporting the work of the energy team. I would hope most of, your, most of the listeners would know about the energy team, but if not, I'll give you a quick, quick explanation of what that is. The energy team is a cross-departmental team, so we work across the organisation to try and improve our energy okay. performance. That's a, a, a quick snippet of what we do. A good
0: snapshot. Yeah.
1: And how long have you been working for the council? I joined last July as part of a graduate programme, um, so okay. yeah, just yeah, coming up in a year and a half now. And what's your own, before the council, what was your background or your experience I come from a very different background to, to public sector. So I would have worked in the events industry for a long time. So I would have been doing kind of large scale concerts, like stadium concerts and such. would have yeah, wow. done, a, done a bit of touring with that sort of thing. And then in the winters done, uh, worked in theatres like, like the Borgosch Theatre and the Abbey Theatre and such. So different to uh, to, to, to this now. quite. Quite different, yeah, yeah.
0: And what inspired you to, to first join the, the public sector then and make that switch from events to local government?
1: Um, well, I suppose... I joined as part of, as I said, the graduate program, and it was the first stream of, of climate action graduates coming in. So while I really enjoyed my, my, my previous job and events, quite quite exciting in that, but I think it is for a particular mm. time in life, it kind of suits, kind of getting, uh, looking to kind of move into settling down with a family and all that sort of thing. So those sort of hours don't really, don't really suit too well okay. for that. and. I've always cared about the environment. Like I went back to study environmental sustainability, environmental policy. Wow. And when the local authorities were doing the Climate Action Programme, I felt that was that was the place to, to apply it. Yeah, uh, I think public sector is the best place to be applying what we need mm. to be doing in climate action.
0: And so you've not just got randomly assigned to the... The energy team, you do have a, a passion and an interest in climate action, which is great. So you've got a real drive to, to be on that team.
1: A- absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't have a strong energy background coming into it, but I've certainly kind of been brought up to speed pretty pretty quickly on it. <laughs> you've got one now. I've got, exactly. Yeah. I think energy is one of those ones. It, it's a climate action that you can do. huge amount of environmental good with it. And that can be done whether you're trying to save yourself some money or whether you're passionate about the environment. Either way, it's Mm. about trying to to make sense to get a bit of a win-win situation where both the environment and our pockets are benefiting.
0: And I suppose that brings us nicely into one of the topics that we'll talk about on the the show today. There's a nationwide campaign called Reduce Your Use at the moment. Uh, What can you tell me about that campaign, Phelan?
1: So the ca- the reduce your use campaign started earlier on this year. It's a government led ca- awareness campaign. It started on mm-hmm. the back of the unfolding energy crisis as a result of war in in Europe. So that's very much st- destabilized the energy market. So the government are are developed the reduce your use campaign to try and encourage both the public and businesses and public sector to all try to work to, to to make any reductions in consumption in energy consumption that they could just to reduce our reliance on imported fossil fuels and try and reduce our vulnerability to a very volatile energy market
0: so it comes from several different angles both uh, I suppose now with the the crisis Driving energy prices up, reducing your use also reduces your bills. But from an environmental standpoint and a reliability standpoint as well, it's an important campaign for us to to all get behind. And it's you mentioned that public sector bodies are promoting the campaign as well. How are we as an organization engaging with our own staff to promote the campaign at the moment?
1: We are trying we're just finalizing establishing a working group on the the reduce your use so we have a bit of a a draft communication strategy done up already we're we're getting members of the working group together from across department across departments to try and help us get that message out both the i suppose two key partners for the government in the reduce your use campaign are the sustainable energy authority of ireland the seai and the office of public works so the opw Mm -hmm who've been running their own energy awareness, internal energy awareness program for, I think the guts of, I think it could be since 2014. So the guts of 10 years now.
0: Oh, wow. Good while.
1: Yeah. So they've developed a lot of content and a lot of learning through running that campaign. And they're now kind of sharing that with with other organizations and making it available. So what we're doing on the Reduce Your Use team is trying to take some of those resources, pick out the ones that are, that are most applicable to DLR and then through the rest of the team we'll, we'll share that with the organization internally and we'll also have a, an externally facing one so okay. we'll, we'll look to kind of share with both other organizations that we work with and also with uh, the general public as well so uh, we'll kind of be mirroring the the, the government's approach to, the, to be making it as, as society-wide as possible.
0: It's great that it's been almost it's tried and tested it's not something that's being developed on a weekly basis it's been in action since some elements have been in action since 2014 so there's a good history of success behind them as well that you're able to find what is and isn't applicable to ourselves in the organization here that's brilliant
1: absolutely and the, and these sort of awareness campaigns they can you know they can look to to, to generate savings from anywhere between five to fifteen percent without necessarily making okay. big changes in terms of your comfort levels at home or, or anything like that and there's there are a huge amount of resources out there even you know you can you can log on now and check out the the seai have energy saving booklets on their website and, and such so there's lots of kind of tips out there to to help people kind of brilliant bring their bills down a bit uh, which is which is very important at the moment
0: at the minute especially yeah, yeah. and you mentioned you work on the your part of our energy team here. Excitedly, you were awarded the Energy Team of the Year last year at the SEAI Awards. What sort of work have you and the energy team done across the council to promote this and that earned you this top spot?
1: I was pretty new in the door when we won the won the SEI award last year so I can't claim too much credit for it but it was great to see it was great, modest <laughs> it was great to see the uh, the, the rewards coming back to because that's that, that that sort of recognition I think brings a lot of impetus and I think it kind of yeah people people put a lot of time of effort into the energy team in in DLR and have done for a long time yeah. so it's great that they're starting to get a bit of recognition on a national setting for that. Absolutely. The work that's been done I suppose the the savings that we've achieved or we're one of the front runners in terms of the local authorities. We hit our 2020 target quite quite comfortably in terms for energy efficiency. We've a lot more work to do but uh, as the targets continually evolve but some of the the, the big hitting I- items that kind of helped us hit the 2020 ta- 20 targets were the likes of public lighting. Um, so public lighting is almost half of our energy usage. And that, that mm-hmm. section have done some really good upgrading program over the last number of years. I think they'll probably hit about 80% of the the, the street lights will be led by the by the end of this year which is a very impressive piece of work
0: yeah that's huge considering the number of street lights that we have across the, the county
1: yeah exactly yeah that's a there's a lot of a lot of work in that but they've gotten very good at switching them out and that's made a big difference now i do hear that the cost of public lighting hasn't uh hasn't actually come down too much It's stayed pretty much the same just because the oh, bills no. have gone up that the, the the cost of the units of electricity have gone up so much that you're kind of running to stand still. Yeah. But um it's frightening what they would be if those energy savings hadn't been put in place. If those
0: swap-outs hadn't gone through, yeah. Exactly, yeah. You can only imagine how high the bills would be in that case. So it's brilliant. 80% is a massive portion of the, the streetlights to have converted. It,
1: it really is, yeah. And I suppose now, since we're kind of... Uh, the, the, the golden goose is, is almost done, we're we're moving on to other, probably more difficult projects now. So we're looking to... Build up the energy efficiency in the, across the building stock now. So the leisure centres are going through a lot of upgrades at the moment because they'd be big energy users as well. And yeah, we'll be looking to do other buildings across the the, the building okay. stock as well. Uh, Fleet have also brought in a number of EVs as well, which is doing doing its bit to take down the the fuel consumption there. So all those wins all across it add up to some some pretty good savings. And even some of the smaller sections like in in community and libraries. But they wouldn't necessarily m- use as much as much energy. They're still doing their bit to try and put in some some insulation or some solar panels or make whatever gains they can. And while they might not as, be as big of a share as the savings across the organisation, yeah. they, they make a big difference within their section. And if every everyone's kind of doing their bit, it adds uh, it adds up to a lot.
0: And I suppose when the targets are that big. It requires everyone to just do a small little bit and for it all to, to add up, whereas it won't always be as easy as the, the big obvious wins of swapping out all our streetlights and then all of a sudden problem solved. So it, we need a lot of these smaller sections to be making those small changes to have a, a big effect in the long
1: run. Absolutely, yeah. I think anybody who's been watching Irish football over the years is very much of fan as it's the sum of the parts that we're after. <laughs> we hope it adds up to a bit more. There you go.
0: And then I suppose you mentioned the campaign isn't just focused on staff. There's a public element, public engagement element to it as well. And we're not just focused on our own energy use. I know we have energy home energy kits that are available for the public to borrow so they can better understand their own Energy consumption and possibly reduce it. Can you? What can you tell me about these kits? Or can you tell me anything else about them?
1: Uh, yeah, the kits. I'd strongly recommend them now for anyone just to get you get you even thinking about how you can be starting to make savings. You can get the kits through the DLR library branches. Okay. If you're DLR staff, you can actually also request to get one. There's ones staff kit available to be borrowed as well but there probably is a bit of a waiting list on that now at the moment it's a great kit i i had it for, for a bit so. of time last year while lending was suspended during covid and tested it out at home and it's got some really good tools there Um, there's like a, a thermal leak detector there's stopwatch humidity monitors there's a good uh smart plug there which allows you to see uh it's got a digital digital display on it so it allows you to see how much energy and mm-hmm. appliances using so you can do little tests at home to kind of really bring a message home. so you could you could plug it into your kettle for example boil the kettle with, with one cup of water in it and then boil the kettle full and you'll see the big difference in energy yep. consumption between them or you know run your washing machine on a on a 30 degree cycle and run it on a 60 degree cycle and you'll see the energy consumption difference there as well because of the energy going in to heat that water that much hotter uh, it makes a big difference, and I don't know if you, I don't know if you see the the difference on on the clothes on the other side when when you take them out. Uh, I wasn't, I certainly don't. Anyway. I wasn't as rigorous. Uh, I wasn't as interested on in that side of the experiment, but uh, <laughs> uh, but no, I think there's some some really good tools there, and to be honest, even without the kit, like those sort of things, like if you if you go onto either the DLR YouTube account, you can see demonstrations of the kit or the CODEMA website. codemo will be the Dublin Energy, energy okay. Agency. They'd support us with a bit of the, the the technical, they'd support the energy team with some of the, the technical supports. They've got a good few videos of the kit okay. as well. And a lot of the tools are actually quite cheap and affordable and you could get them without the kit. So you could be doing some of the experiments that they name within, or some of the exercise that they name within the instructional videos. You could be doing them yourself even without getting the kit. And you could be making yourself some savings. So even things like like a, there's a stopwatch in there. Like we all have stopwatches on our on our phone. And doing things like, you know, time, put, putting um, shower timers in where you, you kind of limit yourself to just three, four, five-minute shower. It can be tough now when the the, the, yep. the mornings are getting a bit colder and you don't want to get back out. But um, these all contribute to, to your energy load. And they're all things that you can, just little changes you can make to your daily routine, and they do add up.
0: And I suppose that's a big message in this the whole campaign and even just the, the attitude towards consumption is it's not massive wins that you need to be after it's small little changes like turning down we've all seen the ads turn down your thermostat turn down your washing machine just by a few degrees and it makes a big difference and especially with energy prices soaring through the roof at the moment it's a big thing on people's mind and it's not a massive task to reduce your
1: bills if you're just conscious of it and making these small little changes absolutely yeah i think it is that being conscious of it that was the big big take home for me anyway and as i said i wasn't a big energy background coming into the energy team but i've certainly absorbed a lot of that and taken some of it into my own life mm. and yeah these are the daily things do add up an awful lot changing your travel patterns is another side of it that's another big energy consumer so those days, if you can kind of switch to coming in by, by public transport or by active travel, ideally, you can you can cut down each car journey you cut out. You're cutting down your, your emissions and your fuel consumption. Oh, yeah. And I think that's something that the savings in the pocket is probably the thing that's pushing us to that more than anything else.
0: I would say so from talking to people in the office. I would say that's the big drive for it at the moment, all right? So for anyone who is interested in reducing their own consumption, I believe you have an event coming up on the 16th of October what can you tell me about that
1: yeah so uh, being in the architects department we deal with open house Dublin which is an architect's festival an annual festival held each year and since the energy team is based there mm-hmm. as well we try and combine our two passions of, of energy and architecture um, as well <laughs> exactly yeah two birds at one stone so on the sixteenth of October, we will be holding an event in in County Hall where we will be ha- bringing together experts like architects. Uh, the SEAI SEAI's is registered uh, one stop shops. So these are kind of retrofit organisations where you can kind of go to. They'll guide you through the guide you through the grant process and and help you okay. get registered contractors to carry out energy upgrade works on on your home, so we'll be getting all those experts together uh under the one roof in county hall they'll be giving some presentations and they'll also be available at stands afterwards to take questions it's proven very popular already so there are still some tickets available i think for the meet the experts second part of it so i would recommend people check out either the open house dublin website or search it on an eventbrite if you're interested in going and um, we're hoping it will be very useful for people, particularly, as you say, at the moment when energy builds are, are top priority. So, yeah, we're hoping we can, it, it will prove popular and we can do a bit to try and try and help with that.
0: It certainly sounds like it. All right. That's everything for me, Otis. Have you anything else that you'd like to add that I haven't quite touched on that you wanted to bring up?
1: No, I think that's, that, that's probably uh, the most of it. I know there will be uh, a second event, which we aren't running, but could be of interest to other people to do with energy as well. Okay air grid are running an energy citizen roadshow and that that will be in ballyogan i think towards the end of the month maybe the 20 and 26th of october so that could be of interest to some people as well
0: well we'll leave it at that then phelan thank you very much for joining me and taking time out of your day best of luck and hopefully we have another energy team of the year award coming in next year
1: hopefully yeah all going well we're putting you'll be able to take a
0: little bit more credit for it next year i think
1: (laughs) a little bit yeah maybe but, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll have some more good news to share down the line. Thanks a and Carl. It's been great chatting to you. Thank you. Cheers.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Insight. Thanks also to Phelan for finding the time in his busy schedule to join me today and chat about energy usage. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe and let people know about our podcast. It's available on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts, and we upload new episodes regularly. For all the latest updates from the Council, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also visit our website and subscribe to the DLR Times at DLRcoco.ie. That's all for today. I hope you found it insightful.